Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. I know, I know, it's been a minute. Uh, The last time I was here with you all was for my birthday and that was back in September. I have been out pretty much for the whole last quarter of the year and it wasn't intentional if I knew I was going to be gone for a while I would have told y'all prepared y'all for it but I wasn't even prepared for it but to be honest with you it was a much needed break that I didn't know I needed until I was on it and so I wanted to definitely come back to you all before the year ended to let you know hey I'm back (laughs) I haven't gone anywhere. The podcast is still here, but your girl just needed some time. I mean, for my longtime listeners, you know that I have always said that I am made like Martha and Martha is going, 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 going. And even though I know that I need to be more like Mary and I incorporated just like taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. I really needed to step back from some stuff and really evaluate things. You know, I was just having a conversation with a friend the other night in regards to how we talk about how you need to have balance between Martha and Mary because they're both significant, right? They're both needed. You know, we need to know how to be driven to get things done, but at the same time, also know how to rest and to sit at the feet of Jesus, right? But we don't really talk about how to be more like Mary, especially when we are living in a Martha world. Y'all know I have talked about hustle culture before. It won't be the last time you hear me talk about it. I'm going to talk about it some more because hustle culture is real. It is out there and it has people working to their fingers to the bone. And I can't tell you how many times I have heard the whole, oh, well, I'm doing this for my family. And It's like, are you though? Are you really doing it for your family? I don't know how many of y'all watch The Best Man, right? Best Man was one of the, like, one of the greatest movies of all time and even when they came back with Best Man Holiday, it just got even better and they recently released, um, a limited series of Best Man, The Final Chapters. And I really want to use this as a um, example for what I'm talking about, because if you're familiar with the, um, the character Harper, and for those of you who haven't watched The Best Man, Final Chapters, I'm going to do my best not to ruin anything for you <laughs> because you really need to watch it. But let's just rewind a little bit on previous um, movies, you know, on the original, The Best Man, and then The Best Man Holiday. One of the issues with Harper is, is that he was always reaching for the next thing. Harper was all about hustle culture. Uh, that's not what it was referred to in the movie because it's not a term that was used a lot. I mean, they didn't even use it that much in the final chapters, but I think he is the epitome of always working and always putting, you know, the the dream before everything else. And there's nothing wrong with being serious about your dream or being driven about your dream. But when you have a family or when you are trying to to be present for your family, it's really hard doing that when the business takes priority. And I, I'm using this as, a, as, as an example because I really feel like this is something that God has been talking to me about. Now, I've... I have shared with you guys, I believe, in regards to like always, you know, 
trying to find my place. And maybe I haven't really gone into detail about that. And that will be something that I talk more about because I just feel like it's something that needs to be shared and talked about. But for me personally, I've always felt like I needed to prove myself. I needed to to find my place um, to to fit in the room. You know, I don't know if it's so much imposter syndrome where here it is. I'm like, do I really belong here? Um, but those are feelings that I have had. And I've always felt that even after I made an achievement or achievement or accomplished something, it was like, okay, what's next? Because now I'm amongst these elite and I have to prove myself. I have to prove that I belong here. You know, I don't think I'm fully accepted. So I let me go on to do the next thing. And I saw a lot of that in Harper's character. Um, it, especially in the last chapters, it made me reminisce on his, on his character over the past 20 years, you know? And so um, I just want to talk about that because society will give us this false impression that, you know, it's the next best thing. Like you're always reaching, you're always striving. And the thing is, is that are we ever evolving? Yes, we are. Have we ever reached the plateau of things where it's like, oh, I made it. I don't need to do anything else. No, because we are evolving. But at the same time, as you evolve, you want to make sure that you your priorities are in place. And when you're putting the business or when you're putting your job or when you're putting finances, money, all this other stuff, when you're putting all of this stuff in front of your family, you're losing sight of it. Because at the end of the day, if you become so disengaged with your family and stop being present with them for these current moments because your your eye is on the prize and you're you're so focused on the next thing that you're missing out on all these moments once you've achieved what you think you're supposed to achieve that success and now you're you're wanting to share it with your family you may find yourself not having a family to share it with anymore or the family may be there, but it may look different because divorce has happened or your children have grown apart from you and now they don't want anything to do with you. Like, yeah, they still love you. Yeah, they say look at you as the provider, but it's like when I wanted to spend time with you, you didn't want to spend time with me. And now I'm spending time with my friends and I don't think that I should be made to feel guilty that I want to spend time with my friends. You know what I'm saying? So Anyways, like I said, I don't want to give away the final chapters um, to those who haven't watched it. But those who have, I I hope you can receive what I'm saying, (laughs) you know, um, what I'm trying to put out there. And even for myself, like this year, 2022 has been a phenomenal year for me. Um, It's come with its highs and its lows, uh, just like life does. But I want to say that for me, this was a real eye-opening year. It was an eye-opening year for me in regards to just some things that I need to, to focus on more. Like, no one wants to lose a job right and I I had to sit with myself for a moment in regards to losing my job because I yes did I say like okay it all worked out for the best do I believe that yes I do um but I found myself sitting one day and reflecting on losing my job back in in April and I had to ask myself the question why if I'm okay Or not necessarily okay with what happened, but why if I believe that this happened for a reason and I can see the the reasons and how fruitful not being at that job anymore was for both me and my family, why do I find myself still reminiscing on the events that took place and still having anger about how it went down? Because 
the way that um that everything played out I felt kind of like betrayed or uh, deceived in in regards to to my job right and what I came to realize when I sat with myself for a moment and just listened um what I felt God revealing to me about it was is that Hannah it's your pride it's you not wanting someone to let you go it's it's that rejection right um I can admit that that rejection is a is an insecurity of mine not because like I said I've always felt like I needed to prove myself that I belong and so to be rejected you you don't feel like you belong you you feel like a failure you know what I'm saying like what did I do wrong and I had to really sit with that for a moment because it was just like you know I knew the things that I had been discussing with my employer about wanting to kind of reevaluate my position because what I was hired to do is not what I found myself doing you know and all this stuff and uh, eventually it was said you know what we we realized that this isn't the position that we need we need something else and so we're gonna let this position go that like that's how it was presented and I was hurt by that. I felt deceived. I felt like, wait a second, this is what I've been trying to say. And you said that you were going to talk to me about it. And this is how you're choosing to talk to me about it by letting me know you're letting it go. Like, you know, so I was really caught off guard with that. Um, and I I thought at the time that once I went through the initial emotion of feeling disappointed, feeling, you know, the rejection, feeling like a failure, you know, feeling betrayed, all that stuff. I thought once I went through those initial emotions and, you know, talked about it with my therapist and prayed about it and everything, and then realized how beneficial it was to me not to be working there because it allowed me to be more present with my family, especially over the summer while we were away in Pittsburgh. I, you know, thought that, okay, yes, I am over this. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good. But then, you know, it just kept coming back. And I wanted to understand why does this keep coming back? And it was because of pride. It was because my pride did not want to let it go that I was wronged. And it's like, but were you really wronged? Because what you were doing, like what you were hired to do, It's not what you were doing and what you were doing wasn't making you happy. So it was like, why stay there? Why, you know, you, I, to be honest with y'all, I would not have been the one to say, you know what? I quit because y'all are making me do stuff that you didn't hire me to do. Like this wasn't in the job description. It's a totally different thing. Like I, and I don't want to do this. I would not have quit. I would have continued to do the work. I would have continued to, and and when I say uh, be unhappy about it, like I love what I was doing as a program advisor. Like I love, you know, talking with college students and with helping them figure out what their path is and, you know, seeing the light in their eye when it clicks for them. Like I love that whole thing. But there's a certain aspect to advising and a lot of advisors out there, um, may or may not agree with me I I would say the advisors that use the developmental um strategy with students developmental um basically is you know uh teaching the student how to do it for themselves so that once they leave you they know what to do so it's, it's the developmental and and that's what I that's the foundation of my advising right um 
but I wasn't, it was going beyond the developmental uh, strategy. It was going more towards handholding. And for some advisors, and I'll just say with some of my colleagues at, at a previous um, job as well, or just with my friends who are still in advising and we have these conversations, for us, it's like we're dealing with adults here. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that everybody is at a different level, but at the same time, as an adult, you there there there's so much handholding you can do. You know, um, and so anyways, not to go into to a deep dive with that. My point is, is that for me, even though I love what I was doing, the way that it was being done or what was being asked of me was not enjoyable, you know, because it's like this isn't the way that I advise and I, I'm I can adjust. I can change. I can be flexible. You know, you learn that, especially in education. Everything is always fluid. You know, what I'm saying it's always changing, ever changing. Um, change is what's constant. Uh, but so for me, it's not something that I would have been like, you know what? This isn't working out. Uh, I want to quit. You know that that's not what I would have done. One, because hello <laughs> to me, I was like, this is a secure paycheck. Unless you have another job lined up, you don't quit the job that you're on. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't looking for something else because I was like, this is, this is going to work. It it's, uh, it's going to work out. This is just me having to go through the motions or whatever, because this is new. Cause if you guys remember, and maybe I didn't share it with you, but I hadn't been on in that position long. I actually had only been there for about six months before you, you know, everything just separated or we went our own our separate ways or whatever or I was let go anyways I see why is that so hard for me to say I was let go (laughs) all right y'all so anyways um but the thing about it is is that I did not like that I was let go and so that is what I think I still for all this time had a hard time just truly accepting even though I saw the fruits of it all And I had to let that go. I had to be okay with, you know what? Sometimes you're going to be rejected. But does that necessarily mean that there's something wrong with you? Does Does that mean that that's something that you need to hold on to? You know, and, and I think for me, it was, it was more so about the fact of, especially with me feeling like I want, me feeling like I always had to prove myself and that I belong and that I was worth, you know, worthy of, um, of the spaces that I was in. To me, that was just, it was difficult. And I'm sharing all of this because as we come to the close of the year, right, because today is New Year's Eve, um, as we come to the close, everybody's going to be releasing their year 2022 in review, right? And they're going to show a lot of highlights. And for some of us who feel that we didn't have a lot of highlights this year, or for some of us who may see somebody else's highlights and that diminished the highlights that we had because it's like, oh, well, I didn't do that. Or for those like myself who at the beginning of the year lost their job or had another loss, those highlight reels, which aren't going to have many, if any, bloopers in them, may make you feel insignificant, may make you feel small, may make you feel like you ain't accomplished anything. But It's like I heard somebody say on, I think it was on Instagram, the fact that you still here on December 31st, that you made it through the year, that's something to celebrate. 
You know, we talk about celebrating the small wins. You're still here. If you're still here, that means God still has purpose for you. There's still purpose for your life. There's still more for you to do. And we can't compare ourselves to one another. I've talked about this before, and it's it's going to be something that you hear from me again, because comparison kills contentment. Comparison kills joy. Comparison will make you feel like you are worthless and not worthy of anything because you're comparing yourself to somebody else. But I want to remind you guys of the story of the the talents, the servants with the talents. It was three of them. Right. And the master gave the first servant five talents. He gave the second servant two talents. And then he gave the third um, servant one talent. And the thing about in the story that I think people miss sometimes is the fact that the scripture says that they were each given talents according to their ability, what they could handle. And see, for the last servant, I think he was looking so much at the fact that the other servants had more than him that he was like, well, all I have is this one talent. So, you know, my master is kind of hard or whatever. I'm afraid that, you know, this one talent ain't good enough. So I'm just going to hide it. And see, the reason why the servant, the, the third servant was called wicked was because why are you hiding that one talent? That one talent still serves a purpose. That one talent can still change the world. That one talent can still make a difference in somebody else's life. Don't think that your talent, that your gifts, your abilities are insignificant just because it's not as many as the next person. Like my husband always says to me, he talks about the, you know, the story with the bread. He's like, Hannah, when you walk down the bread aisle, there's so many different brands, but there's a space for each of them on the shelves. I've said this to you guys before. Some people may like Sarah Lee. Some may like Nature's Own. Some may like Dave's Killer. Like there is a bread for everyone. And then there may be a bread. There may be no bread on the shelf that a particular person likes. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to create a new brand because there might be other people like me who's like, I don't like any of the bread out here, but there's still room for one more. So I just want to say all this because I, you know, I, and I, I have a lot to share with you guys coming in the new year. And that's why I definitely wanted to let you know that your girl is back and she's still here. But I needed some time to really reflect on myself. I really needed some time to just evaluate some things because I realized over this year that there were a lot of things that I didn't necessarily have in the right priority. You know, um, it's been a minute since I've been here with you all. So I don't know if I shared it with you that, you know, one of the things that God spoke to me over the summer after, you know, losing my job was that Hannah, your job became a priority. It took precedence over your family, you know, because I was working remotely. And for those who work remotely, you may be able to relate to this. And it's it's hard harder sometimes. You find yourself working harder when you work remotely because you, you feel to yourself like, oh, I don't really need to stop. I don't need to necessarily take a lunch break. I can just eat at my desk. I'm at home. You know, I just go into the kitchen, fix myself something to eat, come back at the desk, you know, send out an email or do this or do that. Be available if somebody needs me because I'm in the comfort of my home. But 
knowing well, well that if you were in the office, oh, when lunchtime came around, oh, we finna shut everything down and go break for lunch, right? And then there's some people like myself who still in the office, I would eat in my office um, and I would still be answering emails, you know, um, but there were times I took more lunch breaks when I was working in the office than I did when I was working remotely from home. Like seriously, there was no lunch break for me because I sat at my desk and then because it was an online program I you know was working all different types of hours because I had students who were in different time zones for me and so I needed to be available to them and I found myself even though my time was supposed to be from nine to six and you know every once in a while once a week or twice a week there was supposed to be late days there were late days pretty much all the time you know, five days out of the week. I even found myself sometimes working on the weekends because of activities that we would have. You would think that, oh, if you're working on a weekend, that maybe you would flex those hours and have a day off during the week. That didn't happen. And it was not necessarily causing tension, but it was, you know, causing disruption in my household because Anthony and I would talk about it and he's just like I totally understand that your hours have to be flexible but when how are you flexing them how are you recouping the time that's being taken away from our family you know and so that's the thing like what is important to you is your family important to you or is it the job you know what I'm saying and a lot of times especially for for us women it's like I want it all and you can have it all, but balance it out. You know, I feel like sometimes we are shown so much that we have to to be the strong ones. You know, that's what we're taught. Like it's we're just built that way that sometimes because there's nothing wrong with being a strong woman. There's definitely nothing wrong with being a, a strong black woman. But I think sometimes we are looked at with such strength that we don't realize that we too can can use a helping hand that we too can start to take some things off of our plate we don't have to carry it all it's like recently i saw um a post i think uh viola davis posted it uh in regards to like you you never know um how heavy somebody else's bag is because they carry it so effortlessly And that's the thing. You don't know what the next person is dealing with. You don't know what the next person has going on in their life because they don't look like what they're going through. You know, we're taught how to be strong, how to look strong, how to, you know, make it seem like everything is okay. which is why when we hear about a person passing, we're like, wait a second. I never knew they were dealing with something because they carry it so well. While on the inside, they're a mess. And so I just want to remind you all, like, take this time. This is the last day of the year. Take this time to truly evaluate what is valuable and what is important to you. And leave all of that unnecessary baggage in 2022. And walk into 2023 lighter. Walk into 2023 knowing like, you know what? I'm not going to keep doing things the same way and expecting the same thing because that's insanity. I'm going to start off fresh and start something new. Start taking more time for me. Start making sure that I have my priorities lined up. 
I'm not saying to let go of the hustle, but don't let the hustle consume you so much that you forget about what's important and what's valuable to you. Don't try to fit in so much when you were created to be different and unique. See, that's the problem for me anyway. And if there's somebody who can relate to it, that's it's amazing. You know, that that would be awesome. But for me, I've tried so much or for so long to find to you prove my my worth to prove that I belong in the spaces that I'm that I'm in so that I can fit in, you know, so that I can be accepted. And the thing is, is that God never told me that I was supposed to be accepted there. <laughs> and that could, you know, be why I've always felt the need to prove myself because I, I didn't belong there. I, I felt out of place because that's not where I was supposed to be. And so here it is, you're trying to fit a round peg in a square hole, like it's not going to work. Each of us were created uniquely. Each of us were created with our own sets of gifts and talents and abilities according to our measure, what we can handle. You can't handle my gifts just like I can't handle yours. So the best thing for us to do is to be our authentic selves and to be true to to what our God-given gifts are and where we're supposed to be, God will direct us and show us. He tells us that he will order our steps for us, you know? So I just want to leave that encouraging word to you guys at the end of this year, the closing of this year. First, to let you know, I'm back. Uh, you can look forward to hearing the podcast every week. Um, now, I don't know if it's going to be every Wednesday. I'm thinking about changing the day. Um, and so please, if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at Hannah's world zero zero. I will put an update up there in regards to my new, uh, weekday, uh, for right now, let's just say that it's Wednesday, but I, I highly doubt that it's going to stay on a Wednesday. Um, but I, I will be, <laughs> I will be more consistent and I'm saying that I'm not going to say try because I'm holding myself accountable to you guys. I, I miss talking to you. Um, and I just feel like there's so much to share so much to, to give life to. There's, um, some projects that I've been working on. They're not ready to be released yet, but when they are, I will let you guys know about it. Um, I'm actually trying to get Anthony to um, jump on here with me a little bit more frequently as a co-host because I just feel like there's so much that the two of us can share about marriage. I mean, 2023 will be 15 years for us married. It'll be a total of 17 years together. Um, and there's a lot that we've learned. Uh, and again, I don't know if you guys are following me on Instagram, but if you are, you'll know that we have a new addition to our family, Miss Luna Ginger Snap Jenkins. <laughs> um, she is our little fur baby, our golden doodle. The kids are excited about her. Um, I don't know if I shared, um, the story about when we got Hershey, but ever since then, I have been like, no, don't want a dog. And again, the Lord just worked on my heart in regards to that. I have to tell that story to you guys a little bit later about how we acquired Miss um, Luna. But she is a sweetheart, uh, cutest little thing ever. Um, but yeah, you guys, I'm back. But just remember, listen, 
Don't compare yourself this year. Matter of fact, why don't you create your own 2022 year in review and post it up there? Include your bloopers. Let everybody know like, hey, it wasn't all sunshine and ice cream this year. All right. But the highs outweigh the lows and I'm glad about it. And even for the lows, I'm happy for it because if I didn't have lows in my life, I wouldn't have learned anything this year. And that's what makes this year even more special because of all the knowledge that I've gained, all the things that I've learned about myself, all the things that I've learned about my family, like it took going through something in order for me to truly see and receive the blessing behind it all and in it all. And so I just want you guys to know we never lose, okay? You can't lose if you're learning because learning is something that is gained. And when you're gaining something, that is a plus, it's a win. So let's celebrate our wins. Even when it may look glary, even though it may look disappointing, it may look like a failure, it's not. All of those setbacks ain't nothing but a setup for a comeback. So listen, Take your wins, celebrate them, celebrate you. This is goodbye 2022, hello 2023. We are glad to be here because we know that as long as we have breath in our body, there is still purpose to fulfill. Love you guys. Pray you got something out of the podcast today. I wish you all well and happy new year. Peace out, guys. 